Report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. You're listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast. Laugh it up, fuzzball. Your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. This is it. He laser clickers. Welcome to the Ion Cannon Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen, and I'm joined by my friends and co-hosts, Tom and William. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 19 of The Resistance, titled The Descent. Now, but first, I'm getting I'm getting an update. Something It's coming from, like, the very, very edge of the galaxy. Tom, what, what, am, what am I getting? Something. Yeah, um, we're getting something, and uh, this is from StarWars.com. I guess there's a boatload of details that came out recently about the big Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news. Um, put it this way, there's so many details that we could get into, it's probably easier for you to head on over to StarWars.com for the majority of them. But if I were you, the biggest advice I can give you is go to YouTube and look up animatronic Hondo Anaka and be prepared to be blown away. It's it's really cool, and it's actually pretty funny because we we uploaded our last episode, and we talked a little bit about Galaxy's Edge in the announcements, but we we said you know that's been a pretty quiet week. There's not much going on, mm-hmm. uh, and then not an hour probably after we uploaded the episode, this huge you know info dump dropped on Galaxy's Edge from a whole bunch of outlets, um, and they kind of detail uh, a lot of the. They don't spoil everything, but they they give you a bunch of de- details about the rides and the technology behind them, and, and Hondo and the fact that Hondo Naka is going to be there is a one of the most sophisticated animatronics ever, and you know food and drink and pretty much everything you could possibly want to know about the uh, Galaxy's Edge, except for the the date it's it's actually opening. So uh, definitely check that out. And yeah, bad bad timing on our part last week. <laughs> That's all yeah. We get. Yeah. Well, stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. But what are you going to do? We have a really, really great episode uh, this week to discuss. Uh, I, as soon, From the moment I watched it, I've been counting down the minutes until we can review this. This was Resistance. You know, Sorry, Tom? I was I was say, no, I was no, going to say, you know, I've, I have also been counting down the minutes since I watched this, William. It's been about 50 of them so far. <laughs> <laughs> Always at the last Sorry. minute. Are you not... It's that's, okay. So you have it fresh in your mind. That's exactly. You know. See, that's why I do. It. I want to make sure I'm fresh, ready to go. Certainly not a lack of preparation on my part. <laughs> Never. Lack you're of you're just a busy guy. You're a busy guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to be reviewing Star Wars Resistance Season One, Episode Nineteen, Descent. It was written by Paul Giacopo and directed by Bosco Ng. And uh, in this episode, after the First Order discovers the fireball was the ship that crossed into their territory. Yeager's crew must evade troopers hunting them down. After realizing that Kaz and Yeager have been lying to her, Tam decides to stay with the troopers, convinced her own innocence will save her from the wrath of the First Order. So this episode um, really delivers on what we've been talking about the entire mm. season. Like this, this is everything's come to a, a head finally, and it's it was so good, so well done. Absolutely. Uh, this is this is the moment we've been waiting for. Um, your your initial thoughts, guys? Uh, I, speechless and wow. My jaw was on the yeah. floor watching it the whole time. Yeah, I mean it, it's God to to sit here and talk about the episode. Uh, I mean, I remember last episode I said that everything changed 
when uh, the racing stopped and when the first order basically just said no more. Well, in this episode, uh, things not only changed, but it kicked into major high gear. Uh, I think that's the biggest change in my mind is like we finally they've kicked off, I guess, a thread of story that they you can't delay on. No. There's no kind of hiding it for a little bit and coming back to it and things like this. Like, it's just, we're going. Yeah. yeah and the, the first I mean, order is here. Yeah, and the episode picks off directly uh, where we left off, left off in the last episode with Team Fireball surrounded by Captain Pyre and the First Order Stormtroopers. It was quite the cliffhanger last mm-hmm. week. Um, and, and so, you know, Pyre tries to arrest them for conspiracy. And, of course, they... they they try to get out of it. Like, oh, you don't, you don't have any proof. Right. Um, but it turns out that the fireball, remember when, uh, Kaz took it for his little, uh, his little joy ride to the Dassel system. Well, yeah, it was supposed to be problem, token Donna. Uh, well, when he did that, uh, apparently, uh, the first order, you know, they, you know, he had that little conflict with the first order and they, they were able to identify the fireball and track it back to Castellan. Uh, and so, because he was spotted in the in, the, in that sector, uh, Epsilon Five Thirteen, uh, they they know that the the ship is involved, and of course the ship is owned by by Eager and crew, which puts them squarely in the First Order's sights. And I, I mean, I don't know. I thought they might try to. I thought they maybe might try to talk their way out of it or something, but no. It you know instantly they just they just go on the run. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Tam tries to tries to plead with the first order and 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 kind of tell to tell tell begs kaz to to say it's a mistake and of course kaz for the first time in his life can't lie it just says it's well, complicated well the thing is well, what what can he say there that actually would work though like yeah the thing mm-hmm. to remember is you know the ship was seen yeah they they've identified it in that system like what at this point what do you say like oh no it was a different ship like they They've got it pretty locked up, unfortunately. And if I remember correct, not just locked up, but they did say that he was in um, with he was in the accompaniment of a known resistance uh, operative, Poe Dameron. So they nailed him. They, they nailed him. Done. Yeah. There was no yeah. way he could have walked himself out of it. Yeah, he was. He I was had, stuck. I don't know what story you could tell how they get out of it. Unfortunately, for yeah. Kaz. So, well, he often tries to lie with less than less success than expected but uh yeah you're right there was there was really no option at this point the only option really was for bucket to create that distraction and help them escape mm-hmm. um which was a nice a nice little fight scene you know he, he sprays the the platform with smoke and uh Yeager manages to knock off a few uh, a few of the troopers cb23 runs over some guys with heavy machinery <laughs> And I'm I am still waiting to see BB Hate just take that long dive too, but it wasn't this well, episode. Some, something happened to him though, right? Because it's uh CB twenty three later who knocks him out or Yeah. He he basically he he basically swaps trays to where I think it was BB Hate had a tray on his head. And yes, CB twenty three did something, but I it's it's not gonna be justice until it's that long drop off the let too many stormtroopers have already done that long drop. BB hates got to go. True. Yeah. 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 But you know who did who did go in this episode? I was I was surprised. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. Bucket. I mean, he yeah, gets, he that gets hit. Yeah, that surprised me too. Like, like, a shower of sparks. That was just... uh, 
That was a horrible moment. Yeah, I mean, is what it was. Bucket has he hasn't really been that big of a character um, in the show, at least not as big as I was expecting. Now, he's in the background a lot, but doesn't hasn't really had his moment, I guess. Uh, and so to to kind of have him kick off this escape attempt and then basically sacrifice himself uh, and go you know get shot and then fall off the, the side of the platform was very sad. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I honestly thought he was gone. I, I did. I, I think the, I think the biggest thing about it is if you tried to raise Bucket up to the level of BB-8, I, I that, that's probably not what they were going for because right. they had the main character. If you looked at droids, was going to be BB-8 because he had to stay with Kaz. So to have Bucket in the background as almost a a you want to say sidekick worked well to this point. Now that BB-8 is gone, mm-hmm. this actually gave him the opportunity to shine. Yeah. So were were you? Were you surprised when Bucket makes a is is actually repaired and okay later on in the episode? I was. Yeah, I was as well. Yeah, I thought, I he, thought was he was gone. Yeah, but thankfully the Chila Day saved him. So, mm-hmm. you know, Bucket's Bucket Bucket fights again, but uh, um, the, now, the the one who's not saved though is 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 Tam. She actually surrenders to the First Order. And gets taken away in 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 binders, um, and we get this. Now, sorry, Tom, I, I was gonna say. Now, this is the interesting thing about Tam. We've all tried to figure out who the actual spy on the platform was, and yeah. I I've said that maybe it's a MacGuffin. I think it was in the last episode. It's just a MacGuffin, but I don't think it's Tam. It can't be. But Tam. I think she's going to be just so forthright with all the answers that technically there really wasn't a spy on the platform yeah at this point i'm not sure we're gonna get a spy from uh a, sorry a first order spy yeah that's what i think too yeah i think like, they effectively dropped that plot point which is really too bad because it it was in i like the idea of a, that there's kind of a spy versus spy thing kind of going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think this way at least this way they they still have not let's say a spy per se but you can almost say I wouldn't also say a first order sympathizer, but it could be it it could almost be the same thing, but kind of like that little little you know walking the fine line between the two, and she's just going to give up information probably left and right. I mean that's already what she was effectively doing, right? When yeah she she gets interrogated by Agent Tierney. Um, yeah, another a late addition for mm-hmm. uh, or sorry. Uh, it's late to introduce a new character, but I'm kind of glad that they did. Mm-hmm. I think in this case they had to because what are they going to do? Pyre, uh, you could have, you could I, have I don't think Pyre would have been. That role. Yeah, but I think to a certain extent they might have other plans for Pyre. That's why they brought in the new character because of going into the the second season. You yeah. know, she there could be plans for her going into the second season, and they're setting her up at this point. Yeah. I, I hope there are. She's a really yeah. cool character. She is. Yeah. I mean, she's part of the imp- the Imperial Security Bureau, the ISB, um, and uh, you know we we don't get to see those guys as often. It's always cool when they they show up in 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 the expanded universe. They were always pretty. Um, well, that was Izard's organization. Yeah, they're kind as of well. to be feared in in many ways. Uh, but she decides to play good cop. She actually takes Tam to the the local cantina. Uh, which is empty and just has a has a chat with her. But you're right, Tom. She's, um, she she while she's trying to play good cop, she's definitely getting information out of Tam. Mm-hmm. Like, oh hey, 
do you know this Poe Dameron? And she's like, of course I do. You know, Yeager and Kaz, they're, no, I mean, they're friends. I don't know them that well, but, right. and that, of course, just proves that Yeager and Kaz are, are part of the resistance. So where do you guys think Tam goes from here? So she doesn't go with Kat. I said Tam, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. Okay, sorry. I was, yeah, no, no. Tam and Kaz were starting to get turned around <laughs> in my brain. No, that's um, okay. Like, She's not. She doesn't go with Kaz and Yeager, Mm-mm. and she's uh, cooperating at least thus far. Like, do we? Do you think she's going to become a kind of first order operative, or I don't like, think so. Where does she go from here? No, I, I don't think so. I I think I think when it comes to the first order, they will probably use her to get as much information out of her as possible. And then they were probably like we saw the couple episodes back with the stormtrooper, and they they were talking about mind wipe. I would imagine they're going to get as much information out of her as possible, and then mind wipe her and turn her into a stormtrooper. I I think that's wow. how it's going to go. With can they do her. that? I, how does I actually don't know how the mind wipe works. Is but it only that, for those who've been kind of raised with it and conditioned and, their whole lives, or can they do it to anybody? I don't know. That's that's a that's a very good point because up until that episode, where um where Kaz basically was a first order stormtrooper, you real and then also you go back to um um Force Awakens. There's some kind of programming. Mm-hmm. Th- there's something to program them. So I don't know. But I think they're gonna use her for as much information as possible. And then they're gonna they're gonna either get rid of her or you're, she's gonna be locked up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, as far as Tam goes I, I, I'm actually not sure. Part of me thinks they're going to try to rescue her, but maybe they try to rescue her and she. Oh, I mean, I think they, we know they're going to try to rescue her, but maybe they rescue her and she re, and she kind of rejects them again. I mean, there's this, there's this. I could see as that she's happening. being taken away in in cuffs. There's this great shot of her looking at Yeager's office where they're you know, the stormtroopers are trying to attempting to cut through the door to get at the resistance, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the folks, um, and she kind of looks kind of sad but you know she's kind of yep. sad as she looks at them but it's, it's almost like a goodbye or a maybe even betrayed and, and of course of course kaz is shocked that she didn't go with him but um later on you can see the the shock in in tam's face and she doesn't really want to believe it at first when tyranny is um which i just realized is very similar to tyranny uh, i wonder if that's intentional mm-hmm. um Probably intentional. Agent Tyranny yeah, probably very is, um, you know, she's kind of talking about how the resistance is a violent and dangerous group disavowed by even the New Republic and how they, you know, just want, she's not, a, they're not monsters. They just want to bring galactic peace through absolute order, right? Um, so she's trying to, to to convince Tam that the, the First Order is good. And I think Tam is already inclined to believe mm-hmm. that. Well, but she's then, stuck up for them a few times in the past. Yeah. Way of, you know, especially the argument in uh, Aunt Z's back and forth exactly exactly so, but yeah. then you know tam still throughout all of it is she thinks it's a big misunderstanding she can't get it through her head um until tyranny gives her kaz's service record and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you mm-hmm. see the shock on her face when she realizes you know he's not this poor kid he he's the son of the you know one of the wealthiest families on hosnian prime the senator of the planet right and she brings it, that up too. It does crack me up, especially because Kaz has never taken any money from his father. I think either. No, because there's it's true. No, like, of it's actually a very it's a true statement, but actually kind of misleading as far as you know Kaz's character, as far as she knows him, is actually 
he's not faking any of it. He is that, you know, incompetent. But yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, uh, which as a quick side note, I think one of my favorite lines, probably in the entire show thus far, is when uh, Yeager and Kaz mm-hmm. are talking about their crazy plan to sh- to sink the Colossus, and Yeager says something along the lines of like, "Kaz, this is the one job I think you could do." <laughs> yes, I remember exactly. that. That was a great line. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, but you know, at that, that point, Tam is she's stunned, and so part of me wonders. Maybe they'll try to rescue her and she'll reject them and say, you've been lying to us this whole time. How do I believe you going forward? I know. Okay. But here's an interesting thing in that respect. If when would the rescue attempt happen? I could see possibly if it happened before the destruction of Hosnia prime, because it looks like we're going to be seeing some part of that mm-hmm. in one of these last two episodes. And remember if that that's Kaz's her- home planet. Right. It'd be very interesting to follow up from that too. Yeah. And if they get to her before that, I could see her rejecting them. But if somehow, some way, it's after that event, if we see the event happen or take place within. Oh, we absolutely will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Could that sway her the other way? Because now she'd be like, Mm. uh, or if by that time it would be too late. I think that I think too late because they've already, first order have already taken her all the information, and then she's gone. That's a good point. Yeah, I think the First Order destroying a planet might be the only thing that would bring Tam over. And mm-hmm. maybe that's what we'll see, where she'll initially reject them, and then they'll mm-hmm. destroy Hosni and Prime, and she'll go, whoa, wait, this is not the group I thought they were. Agent Tyranny was lying, mm-hmm. you know, or, or not telling I- the full truth. I think you're right. I think that's going to be the the turning point and probably the moment like, you know, Tam helps capture Kaz and Yeager. They're all there. First Order's maybe about to execute them or, you know, mm. sorry, take them prisoner because uh, this is still a kid's show. Right. <laughs> and, you know, that's when that happens. They watch the speech and Tam flips sides. And that's kind of the I like defining moment, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Especially like Tam could be sent in to, I don't know, go meet with them, quote unquote pretending uh and and actually just laying a trap or something yeah 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 that's really cool that's really cool i like that idea um but yeah so so meanwhile while 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 tam is being interrogated yeager kaz and niku and cb23 escape through the ventilation system which again is it's a nice star warsy you know thing um, at least they weren't going up yeah it's a very uh faithful oh, i'm blanking on the word uh why am i rebels thing yes there we go That's yeah what i was trying to say yes it is a, a nod to the rebels except instead of going up in the ventilation they went down in the ventilation exactly and like tam niku actually finds out the truth finally kaz <laughs> flat out tells him that he's a resistant spy um because he's, you know, he, he can't get it through his head why the First Order would be after them. They're not spies. They're mechanics. And and I love, I, I actually really liked Niku in this episode. I thought he was I, I agree. so well done. Because he just could not believe that Kaz was actually a spy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, you're so funny. Uh, the joke is, you know, and he's like, but this joke is getting less humorous by the moment. And yeah, it's the recurring line. theme throughout the entire episode where he could not understand this um yeah i mean in the same way that tam is having trouble like this is yeah a complete change to the per the character that or the you know their friend like they don't 
Like, for as much as I should say, as much as Tam, I think, doesn't really care for Kaz, like, this is a pretty huge secret, I guess, yeah. that she's been keeping. He's been keeping. Right. I mean, I'd be shocked if well, I found out you guys okay. were spies. But it wasn't just it wasn't just Kaz. Uh, of course, the that would never happen, William. <laughs> and, and it wasn't just Kaz keeping the secret. It was Jaeger, too. They were both keeping secrets. True. And it explains a lot of their mysteriousness. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, that means yeah it's a big it's a big reveal and it, mm-hmm. i like that everyone finds out in this episode at yeah. this point you know yeah um and we'll, it, we'll talk we'll talk more about that in, in in just a moment but um as so we, we also get the this great pursuit through the the ventilation shafts and typically in star wars they get in the ventilation shaft and no one finds them anymore They're like yeah we're, oh. we're we're hidden and for once okay. the- these ventilation shafts are a little bit different. Well, they apparently you can see through them and you can hear through them because yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, William, let's. I mean, think about it for a moment. You're you're at work, you know. There are these massive air vents, you know, which are just basically giant aluminum ducts. If someone's running around, they're talking in them. They're not particularly subtle. No, mm-hmm. that's all. I'm and also, to say. and also, sound within a ventilation duct probably carries pretty well. Although the ones in this platform, it looked like they were more of a lattice type thing to where making them, you know, viewable because they had the slats in there and that's how the stormtroopers were able to find them. But they were also like, you know, guys, don't sit here and try and figure out your plan in a ventilation shaft. Keep moving. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, you know, the stormtroopers are, are after them and they just when you think that there's there's nowhere to turn, they're in a dead end the floor drops open underneath them and fall into the engineering level. And I like how they keep bringing back the, the Chila Day and yep. Kel and, and uh, Isla, uh, which is really no, nice. The show has done an amazing job of, uh, I guess, you know, telling a story in a single location. This is something like mm-hmm. um, first season of Rebels, I'd even say, didn't do it quite as well, where it's like, hey, we're in a confined location. There's a set number of, you know, heroes here, or, or characters even. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone kind of knows each other, too. Like... I actually really like that they uh, kind of respect that, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like to talk about it how... It, it makes it feel like a real place. Yeah, we like, we like to talk about how, you know, Rebels was a lot more self-contained than Clone Wars, right? Clone Wars was bouncing all over the galaxy. Rebels was contained mm-hmm. to a planet. This is not really even contained to a planet. It's contained to a space station uh, mm-hmm. or, you know, a station on a planet in the middle of the ocean. Uh, and, of course, they'll, they'll occasionally leave it, but you're right. It's It's very much a smaller focus which is good for budgetary reasons but also mm-hmm. makes they've done a great job on the storytelling side I, say, well. I think it's e- easier on budget but I think it's actually harder on story yeah very much so yeah yeah but I think they've done a, a very a very good job and again we, we talked about Niku but <laughs> when when the kids find I out that they're that they're spies because they you know they heard it through the uh through the through the vents Niku again is just like oh for shame you know you, you see what happens when you don't don't tell the truth and it's just it's great it's great i love it i love Niku yeah. in this episode yeah these poor children have been deceived by your joking ha, exactly ha, 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 ha. exactly oh but this is where we get to see you know what buckets back because the sheila day ended up saving him yes and yes as we talked about yeah which was nice to see that was yep. very very nice to see um so okay, so now we get to the big the big moment, the crazy crazy plan, which Stephen you mentioned, you know, actually could work because if there's one thing Cass can do, it's sink it's, a a ship, sink yeah. the Colossus, sink yeah. the Colossus. 
what did you guys think of this? I found it fascinating. Just, did I don't, well, and I'm pretty sure you haven't. Tom, did you ever watch uh, like Stargate Atlantis or anything like that? Oh God, no, I didn't watch okay. that one. I've watched. Wow. I watched Tom, Babylon so why 5. would you assume I haven't seen it? I yeah, I know. I'm assuming you haven't. I have. So <laughs> I will. What you say? I haven't. <laughs> yeah. So I I won't go into too much detail, but like they find you know Atlantis is an ancient alien city, and um. They take it over. They like they take over the city, and they're being attacked. And there's again, it's a very like it remind. It was very similar in my mind, where they're like, you know what? Maybe we can like sink the city, and it'll like let us. In their case, they're like trying to like stop themselves from being destroyed. So it's a little different, I guess. But just even the shot of like this, you know, Colossus sinking into the water was very, very reminiscent for me. It was really mm-hmm. cool. I just love the whole thing. The, the whole concept. The whole concept of taking that station and basically sinking it to where you could get to the communication array up top, I, just fascinating. And how were they going to do it? Because if you were to sink it, you need to make sure that it was basically airtight so it can sink. Yeah. And to watch all that. Because the other thing about it is they had to get uh, Captain Doza to do it. So they're sitting here in the engineering sections trying to figure out how we're going to get Doza to do this for us because they couldn't do it down on the lower levels. I mean, it's a really risky yeah. plan. Try they're, they're, they're basically uh, sinking the Colossus. You know, in the past episodes, we've seen that big market where everyone is always milling about outside, and um, the and, and when they actually start sinking the Colossus, it goes down really fast. Like Opipit's there, like trying to you know, mop up the water as water's pouring and pouring in over through the ceiling before the doors close. Like they barely got those doors closed in time mm-hmm. um, and everyone could have died. It was a very risky plan, but it's anybody else. Anybody else want to see an action figure of Opipit? Oh, with his little four, awesome. uh, four cleaner. <laughs> I would, I would even, I'd, even a Lego, a Lego would be funny. I did love watching him look at the doors open. All I can picture him is being like, that is going to be such a mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yep. laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but thankfully it actually, it actually does work. And uh, they, they got the, the message to captain Doza just in time with, you know, we got a little moment where CB 23 actually gets to uh, kind of be the hero. And he has a little fight with BB eight or BB, sorry, BB hate. BB hate. Um, yeah. As he just you know disguised himself as a food service droid, but Tora and 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 and, uh, and Captain Doza are shockingly on board, and mm-hmm. that allows I, him to. I really like that there. Doza's kind of, I guess, more involved now. Like it's yeah. good to see him being forced to take a side, even if in his mind he's contacting the New Republic, not the Resistance. Right. Mm. That's actually a good what point. Th- yeah, because he thought it was the New Republic, didn't he? Right. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder how he feels about the New Republic versus the Resistance. But either way, he was working with Yeager. And so I like that he's secretly working against a, the First Order at this point. He mm-hmm. he may be one of the most developed characters on the show. I don't know. I feel like he's he's grown I, a lot. I subtly, yes. I, I, I would I would kind of agree. Subtly, yes, I would I would think he's one of the most developed characters in there. Um, what I did find interesting, and, and this just shows how much power that the first order has on that station, which is pretty sad when captain Pyre interrupts the conversation between Doza and, uh, uh, 
Captain Doza and Tora, mm-hmm. that he basically informs them that there are resistant spies on the platform. And I really love how they love love throwing around the word sedition. You know, sector violation, sedition, conspiracy. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like Tora immediately asks if the spy was captured was Kaz. So, do you think that she knew he was a spy the whole time? I don't think so, but I think she's maybe less surprised than some of the rest were. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she already had her suspicions, right? She said, "What are you up to, Kazutiziano?" Oh, well, that's that true. Episode. Yeah, and so when she finds out that Yeager and his crew are members of the resistance, all right, I think Kaz is the first logical person mm-hmm. she'd come to. Now, shouting that out in front of the First Order, maybe not, maybe the, best not the best idea. idea but <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else uh, is now? But you know, at least she's on board, right? And and she and her father help shut down the 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 station and 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 sink it. And the visual of the, that station going into the water. That was cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really cool looking. Really, really cool. So, um, you know, with the, with the station below water, Kaz and Yeager, they put on their rebreathers and uh, use CB-23 as like an underwater scoover, scooter, one of those, you know, driver diver propulsion vehicles. That to, was actually pretty cool to watch. To reach the the base of Doza Tower, because the you know the 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 jamming device is is up at the top next to Doza Tower, and so by sinking the ship, they could just swim right to it, which is actually pretty smart. Yeah, I was. I loved the moment when uh, CB twenty three jumps into the water. I'm like, how you're you're a ball. <laughs> yeah, true. What very what's true. Your, what's the plan here? Uh, but it. it actually worked pretty well i thought he kind of i was i was impressed yeah and the music like the for there's a for just a couple seconds when you when they dive right into the water this the music is is often kind of more of like midi style you know throughout the throughout most of the series um old rogue one video game almost right um yep. uh rogue one uh rogue squadron <laughs> um, I knew it. i knew what you meant thank you thank you uh, but all of a sudden, as soon as they jump in the water, the, the music changes to be very much more like strings and very creepy. Uh, and I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was very brief, mm-hmm. um, but I, 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 I liked that a lot. Okay. Yeah. So a question, a question at this point. So they get back into Doza tower and captain Doza is desperately trying to stall the first order. Do you think at this point that the first order is kind of looking at captain Doza as, and, and we know, we know it didn't happen in this episode, but Captain Doza pr- probably has a hand in what's going on and knows more than he's letting on to at this point. I think they suspect would be my guess. Mm-hmm. They don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but they're they know something's going on. Yeah, it's hard to prove because, especially because right. when the, the communications go down, Doza's like, "It must be the must be the water." And they're like, "No, no, it's above sea level. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not waterlogged. That's not it." And that's of course what what prompts them to go investigate and, right. and, and figure it okay. out. So here's another question to throw out there. Do you think Captain Doza makes it to the end of the series? Ooh. I, 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 I'm throwing that out I, there. Because I, I'm having trouble because I thought Bucket was going to be gone, and I was like, wow, that's a big thing for them to do. And then they brought Bucket back, and if they brought Bucket back, I have trouble thinking they're going to drop Doza or any other ba- major character for that matter. Yeah, uh, I go back and forth. I probably not, but then again, this show is 
and I, I'd like to talk about it once we once we get to the end of our review. But this show is on the urge, on the on the on the verge of dramatically changing. I feel like, mm-hmm. uh, and so mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Uh, I yeah. think they'll probably keep Doza around. I've got some theories that I'll share in just a minute, but um, I guess I don't know. They'll probably keep him around, but maybe in a very yeah. different context. Um, but in the meantime, so they they get to the jammer. And it's it's they they manage to turn it off, and so Kaz records a message to, to for the resistance for General Organa, uh, you know, informing them of the the impending danger and begging for help. Um, and uh, it's actually it was a nice moment where Yeager tells Kaz he's proud to fight alongside him, even if he's not mm-hmm. the most experienced. And that's when the First Order attacks, and they they try to hold him off for a couple minutes. Uh, but as soon as that transmission comes back, and that was pretty fast turnaround time. That was quick. They, uh, you know, Kaz downloads it, hops in the water, well, gets pushed into the water from Yeager, um, and Yeager surrenders. We're, I, I get it. What, I was not expecting Yeager to surrender at all. It makes sense. But it makes total sense because he had yeah. to buy time. That was a shocking moment when he turns and just, like, pushes Kaz into the water, and you get that great shot of Kaz falling in mm-hmm. uh, backwards. Yeah. I just I love what he says, you know, long live the king, and then there's all the antelope underneath, and it's just it's a great moment, really. Brings a tear to my eye. Uh, James Earl Jones just has that amazing deeply deep right? Uh, Sorry. That's exactly how it happened. That's exactly, exactly what happened. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Oh boy, that came out of left field. So anyway. Yeah. Um so where Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, 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 I okay. So, so back to the episode we a, where we no, get a message go ahead. From, sorry, take it. We get them. So they get back, and Kaz asks uh, CB twenty three to play the message, and we see uh, the one and only General Leia Organa, which is her second appearance on the show. I think third. Yeah, something. Like, yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, third. I lost yeah. count. Honestly. Yeah. And uh, not surprisingly, but they're there's nothing they can do to help yeah they're kind of stuck they're on their own which i think we predicted um a few episodes back but i also think that i am that i may have predicted there is another little group out there that were able to intercept that mission and decode it and it happened to be the pirates because they were able to de de scramble it uh, Valak unscrambled it so they could hear Kaz's plea for help. It was a very brief scene. But it was very I, brief. But you're right. The pirates did see it. So I, I'm sure we will see Craig and Gore and Sonara and Valak in the next episode offering their help. Because it seems like that's the only way if they were to continue the show, if the resistance is not going to come and help them, that's the only way you're going to be able to get Kaz and Yeager and basically that group off the platform. Yeah. They're too small of a group to take on the first order themselves. Yeah, and I so William, you you posed this question of, uh, and we're going to go back to General Lay's, uh, sorry, General Lay's, General Organa's message for a moment. Um, you posed this question of where is the show on the cusp of changing dramatically? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think the line that hints that it might is when Organa says, "Hey, you know, we're moving to a new base. Here's where it is." Yeah. Now, what the first question is, what base is that? I was having I'm trouble assu- figuring this out. I'm assuming it's got to be the base on Dakar, which is, you know, the base we see in uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah. The weird but, thing is that they were already on Dakar for a while. I went back to double check 
mm-hmm. um, because I, I just wanted to be sure while I was you know working on the show notes, and they were on Dakar for for some time uh, before the Force Awakens. It wasn't like a new base, and then you know, it, of of course, but it I, might be new to Kaz though, right? That's true. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's you it. Because she does call it the new base in her transmission, and she encourages him to join them, which tells me, I think Castellan is is over. I think they're going to save the Colossus and they're going to leave. See, I think it's the opposite. I think really? uh, they're going. It's going to be the opposite. They're going to realize they have no choice but to stay on the Colossus and try and turn it into a base for the Resistance. Oh, interesting. And I think I think the Colossus becomes a base in. Uh, whatever episode nine is maybe huh i mean the if, first order sorry, knows say, about the location if, if there's a direct tie-in i think it's gonna show up in nine but if there's not then you know maybe not but interesting I, that's yeah. my naive read on it at least Fascinating. If, if there's if there's one thing i'm finding very frustrating with the new timeline going on with star wars is the old timeline eu they had an actual timeline to where you know where things were placed and you could have years, and you could have the overlap and all that. You don't get that here. You're guessing or where I, all the stuff is placed. I or am I wrong a, with we this? Ha, we have a timeline. The mm. problem is well, the time between 7 and 8 is measured in minutes, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and I just, I don't I'm, think there's... Uh, they can't right. go beyond that yet. Well, yeah, if you look I, at... Sorry, no, I... I I think my my biggest thing is, especially when it comes to the books, on how everything lines up, and I guess that's the one thing I miss, is when you can open the book and you can see how everything lines up by way of, you know, they do that here in some cases, where the front of the books will have everything line up. But where is this? And Stephen, maybe I'm not paying close enough attention and not getting the specifics of where all the stuff is falling right now within this timeline, but it's still kind of like, you know, I'm the old guy. Give me the specifics of where this stuff is falling. I think you have a point. No, Tom. I, I think a lot I do of that is. I think a lot of yeah. that is that they're. If they put too specific of a time or date on it, then right. it becomes really hard to kind of fudge things around as new stories are told. They try to sneak and, things in in between. And that I totally get. I totally get because that was the one thing with the EU when they started sliding stuff in and out. They had to try and retcon something. So I totally get that kind of stuff. But as far as the timeline for this episode goes, we know what two episodes ago, um, uh, two episodes ago, Poe Dameron was about ready to head to Jakku. Yep. So uh, the Force Awakens was, you know, about to begin. Right? He was the, it was the night before the Force Awakens, and then. Um, uh, I think that's where we are now, right? Like I'm assuming we're in the middle of the, the Force, Force Awakens now. No, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah has so to be that. because Halcyon Prime is still around, we haven't seen it blow, blow up yet. We know based on the trailer we're going to see that, um, which means Rey is still either on Jakku, which I doubt because this has been two episodes since uh, Poe is heading to Jakku, or my, my more likely she and Han are currently avoiding the Rathars and they're boarding the Millennium Falcon and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, that would be my guess as well. Maybe yeah. they're on Takadana, like at the very beginning Finding Luke's lightsaber oh, and stuff. I just, I just thought yeah. of something. Uh, Hang on. What? All right. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna put my money down right now. So we know that Aunt Z is headed to Takanana right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I would be willing to bet she's going to arrive either after the fight is over or like in the middle of it. And I bet you uh, Maz's scene in uh, The Last Jedi, you know, where she's talking to uh, Poe mm-hmm. happens oh. in the resistance. I bet you we see Maz next season. Oh, oh, you think she'll be a, big, a bigger character? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. That's a cool idea. That would be fascinating to see. And you're right. It there's not you... much time between those those two movies. So yeah, I think and I always forget that when I see the Maz scene in the in the in in the Last Jedi, that like it's only been like a day probably since we saw her last. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But and I just I have a feeling that's that's what's going on there basically. Hmm. That she'll like join go to Castellan. She goes to Castellan and is part of the fight there. Interesting. I like that idea. That That's really would be cool. Interesting. Yeah, because we know, you know, Aunt Z and Hype are on their way there, and Maz's castle would eventually be destroyed. And as soon mm-hmm. as Maz's castle is destroyed, Hosni and Prime goes. Because, uh, you know, they look mm-hmm. up in the air on Takadana and see it blow up. So, um, you know, it, it's. The, the resistance is still clearly on Dakar because they only after that do they go to Dakar. So the, the resistance base is still on Dakar. So I think that has to be the base they're on. When they eventually leave Dakar in The Last Jedi, it's because the First Order is there about to blow them up and they don't really have a next destination. Crate was just a last minute choice, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know where the next quote unquote. Uh, the other possibility. Space is is the Colossus was always intended to be their next stop. And, 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 and for General Lorcan is like, well, oh, by yeah, the way, the here's the coordinates yeah, for you. Just, you know, right. Come join us. us. <laughs> and they look down at the well, map. I, and if like, they're able to secure here. the station, I mean, yeah. and I, it could be mobile too. We don't know if it could go into space. We know, or I should say, I think we now know it's space worthy because mm-hmm. it yes, was it able is. to go into the water. Mm-hmm. Does the station go back into space and we get, is that the next step? Wow. Okay, I could see them. Oh, too many questions, guys. My I head could hurts. see them freeing the Colossus and then leaving Castellan with the Colossus. And the Colossus is now a mobile resistance base. Yeah, that's mm. that gets my big, bet. With a battle on. station? Like another battle station that came before it? Well, not not with, with no super. Weapons. Well, not exactly, right. <laughs> but not a, it's not really a battle station, right? It's more of just a mobile ship. Interesting. Uh, and then maybe Kaz takes it to try to meet up, or he personally goes and tries to meet up with the resistance on Dakar. Maybe he's there when the first order arrives, and he tries to escape again and heads back to his his little base. I don't know. Um. Hmm. It's a lot to unpack there. I think we'll get a lot of that in the next episode. We, we better because there's only what two episodes left. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're setting up a. Boat I mean, I mean what I mean is not episode. season two, right? I think a lot of this maybe the Moz thing they'll save for season two. Although, I, the Moz thing I think is a season two thing. Yeah, yeah. I think Moz joins him at the end of the season, and it's a it's like a, a cool moment where maybe she makes a surprise appearance, or it's in the season premiere. Maybe it's the season premiere. I think it's season premiere. And they'll they'll show it in the trailer because typically they when they have a big at, um, guest on an episode, unfortunately, I'm not a huge fan of this. They uh, they announce it long ahead of time to try to get viewers. So, well, put it this way, 
celebration's coming up pretty soon, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be some kind of announcements happening. So yeah. you never know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at least Niku finally realizes after Leia contacts Niku that, oh, wow, he really is in the Resistance. And I love his line, why didn't you tell me, Cass? Yeah. It's like, you know what, Niku? You have such short-term memory. <laughs> we tried. Yeah. We tried. We tried. And again, not... Um, not surprising, but I just I liked how they include Leia's theme in the background of mm. while the, the hologram was going on. It just you know adds that kind of reinforces that that's Leia there. That was good. Yep. It was very very good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean now they're setting up the last two episodes of the of the season there where they're gonna free their friends and take back the Colossus because they are their resistance now. And I, I thought it was a nice speech from Kaz to kind of close out the episode and really set things up for he, the final two episodes. He finally grew up. He finally grew up at the end of the series. He did. He yeah. really did. Kind um, of. <laughs> he, 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 took a, he took his first step into a larger world. Yeah. So quick quick programming note. We, we, uh, we thought there were three episodes left, but actually due to... Um, Due to the way that they, uh, you know, the shorts that came out in in December, those actually counted as one episode, so our, our count was was off. We didn't realize that the the shorts were, um, t- all together counting as a single episode. So there's actually just two episodes left, not three. And so we'll get one episode next week and one episode the week after that. Um, yeah, if you actually look at the. Uh, at the production numbers between Bebo and Dangerous Business, it jumps a number to count for the um, the the shorts. So, yeah, just two episodes left. No escape, parts one and two. So, mm. uh, with the season finale airing on March 17th. So, we are almost done with the season. I'm kind of sad we're not doing a, a double feature to to end out the season like we did with the premiere. But it just means we're going to have to wait a, a week between episodes. But that cliffhanger they had from the last episode to this one that worked why not do it again it's true that is true uh there's a lot a lot that can happen but the one thing i know for sure is they they can't go back thing this show has been changed permanently i I, we can't go back to a world where i mean nico knows now tam knows tora knows doza knows the first order knows Right, they can't really go back to. I mean, they could go back to raising, but like hype's been already been kidnapped. Aunt Z's been kidnapped. They're not going for help. Um, I I don't think there's a world where they just free the take the first order off the off the Colossus and go back to mm-hmm. racing in their old lives. So yeah, I, think, I don't think so. No, I think it's going to be a more of a true show about the resistance and not like I mean, I. It, in I many ways right now it's called resistance but it's really about a bunch of um it's really about a bunch of uh people that have nothing to do with the resistance right now aside from the fact that Kaz is a spy on a on a mission right we're not mm-hmm. really dealing with the resistance on a day-to-day basis and i think maybe we'll we'll actually do that this time and i think what's interesting going forward is what are you going to do with the aces you made such a big deal about them. Are they going to end up being 
okay, let's theoretically state if the pirates do get involved in the next couple episodes, are the aces going to join them in basically defending and throwing the first order off the platform? If that is the ultimate goal or if that is, yeah, if that's the ultimate goal of the writers producers of the show, if the Colossus survives, if the possibility is the Colossus survives and becomes a space station, great. Or do they get kicked off? The first order gets kicked off the Colossus and basically everybody that's left over, the aces, the pirates, and Kaz and his crew end up becoming part of the resistance and we're done with the Colossus. Yeah. I I don't think we're done with the Colossus just yet. No. I think it'll fly off. I think it'll go from the depths all the way into space. And that, the aces that would be interesting as hell. Well, because the station's still underwater right now. If you look at True. it, right? It's it's still underwater. They never raised it back up. Um and I think the aces will be the the fighter squadron for that'll be uh now protecting the the resistance base yeah and if you think about the type of fight scenes we've already gotten like they're they're practicing is i guess i would i would say like they've Mm -hmm. been mastering the art of hey how do we draw a space battle like what does that Mm -hmm. look like um and they've done a very good job at it too i should say Mm -hmm. yep so it's getting it'll be interesting it's getting exciting it's getting exciting, but there are just two episodes left, so it'll be great. It'll be great. But um, so I guess should we get into our final thoughts for the episode? I think we should. I think so, Tom, William, you go first. Oh, I'll no, go first. You go first. I, okay, you I'll go. go I'll go. Um, you go first. You know, I think this was the episode we've been waiting for. Uh, we've been having Kaz running around pretending to be a spy, kind of. Failing, uh, was slowly improving, but succeed, uh, but not being the greatest at spying, um, for for the entire time. We've heard these things about spies on the Colossus and the First Order being nefarious, and it really all comes together in this episode. Um, Kaz's true nature is finally revealed. Everyone is on board. Everyone's banding together to save the station. And it really sets the show up really well for the. Um, for the, the, the two-part season finale over the next two weeks. And um, I'm really excited. I think they've done a great job kind of pulling everything together. And I can't wait to see kind of how they free the Colossus now. Now they've kind of tied everything up in many ways. Now they have to free the Colossus and then figure out where they set up season two and start the, how, to, how they start to tie into the, the sequel trilogy. So um, that was all really well done. Uh, all the characterizations were great. Kaz was he like never failed the whole time. He was doing a great job. He was always doing the right thing at the right time. Um, Niku not was, something you can say it happens mm-hmm, very often. Exactly. And, and he was exceeding Ex- in all of his, his tasks. Niku was great. Um, you know, Tam was great. I, I just love seeing it all come together like that. So uh, I'm going to give it actually gonna give it nine, 9.5 out of 10. Um, Womp rats. I thought it was really, really well done. This is the episode we've been waiting for. And I just, had a smile on my face watching it the entire time I was on the edge of my seat. I was very excited. So nine and a half out of 10 and my, my nine and a half womp rats. Um, I'm just going to throw them off the side into the ocean. Like, like eager. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't know what I'm wow. doing with my womp rats. They'll, they'll swim down and get back on the Colossus. They'll be fine. So interesting. <laughs> Tom, that's a fascinating. Yeah, I'll go next. Um, you know what? There's really not much more for me to say about this episode other than I am giving it a nine, flat nine, no points, nine, great episode. Um, This, 
I, I said it last episode, middle of the episode became a turning point. This continues that turning point of the whole show. Uh, I am fascinated to see how this is going to be going into the next two episodes, which will end the season and how they're going to launch that into season two. So, um, I thought this was a great episode. I, I really did. So my nine womp rats, uh, let's see. Well, it wasn't just Kaz, Niku and Yigu running through the, uh, ventilation shafts. It was also the nine womp rats. And it wasn't so much that sound carries within the ventilation shafts. It was the nine womp rats reporting to everybody what was going on. So basically those nine womp rats were snitches. They're like carrier pigeons, but womp rats. Yeah, there you go. They're carrier pigeons. That's, that, that's a better use for them. They were carrier pigeons letting people know what's going to go on. Carrier womp rats. Yes. And they're actually going to be the nine womp rats who are going to be the ones rallying the call to help save the Colossus in the next two episodes. Nice. Carrier womp rats just sound like diseased womp rats carrying some yeah, sort of virus. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you said it, not me. Um, Steven, get us out of this, please. All right. So I think I'm also going to give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, just a solid episode. Like, it's uh, this episode, like you said, William, it's the culmination of everything that we've been watching basically for the entire season. And, you know, the season wasn't always perfect, especially in the beginning. But, like, I'd actually say, like, it built up to a place that made for a really solid episode like it almost makes it worth i would say it makes it worth watching like you know the 18 episodes prior to this Mm -hmm. to kind of get to this big moment and most importantly it gets me excited to see where we go from here yeah definitely definitely uh and yeah i gotta decide what to do with my womp rats um how you gonna torture them I, you know what? I'm, i'm gonna go with tom they're not being tortured they're excited and ready for they're with the pirates and next episode, they're coming. Pirate womp rats. Pirate womp they're, they're rats. The and you can tell call. because you can tell because they only have one eye. <laughs> That's how you know it's a pirate. They've got eye patches. They've got eye patches. Well, most of them. There's one who has a peg leg instead, but you know, it's it's, it's all basically the same. His name is Jim. Don't worry about him. <laughs> Jim the pirate, the peg leg womp rat. Oh <laughs> God. Oh. oh, so so I guess we got coming up on the uh, next show. Coming up next week, we have Resistance season one, episode twenty, No Escape, part one. Kaz, Niku, and Tora devise a plan to free their friends, but it's upended when Kaz bears witness to the full might of the First Order. The great thing about this is, I actually, I mean, we know the general idea of what's going to happen. They're going to free the Colossus and free their friends. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that could happen in these two episodes. Yeah. And they could kind of take the I, show anywhere. I would take nothing for granted at this point. Nope. Yeah. And I love that. I love that we actually don't really know what's going to happen next. It's cool. And I think that's I think that's what made the episodes this show stronger as it went along, is they were able to set up stuff like this. Yeah. 100%. Yep. yep. So, man, I am so excited for the last two episodes. Uh and we will be here reviewing them. So stay tuned for those reviews. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to thank you for listening. And may the force yep. be with you. Thank you for listening to the Ion Cannon Podcast, your source for entertainment reviews from a galaxy far, far away. For over a decade, Ion Cannon has covered every corner of the saga, from the films and animated series like The Clone Wars and Rebels, to books, comics, games, and more. If you like what you hear, please rate us in your favorite podcast client. Your review will help this show grow within the Star Wars community. We can be found at our website, ioncanoncast.com, 
and you can follow us through Facebook and Twitter. To email us, you can do so at contact at ioncannoncast.com. The Ion Cannon Podcast is not associated with Lucasfilm, The Walt Disney Company, or any and all of their respective trademarks or copyright holders. Any opinion expressed on the show are that of the hosts. This podcast is a production by fans, for fans, and is copyright 2018.